Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me across the internet in TV Guide Mansion, TV Guide Mansion Online, is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, pulling up to Cameron Indoor Stadium with 40 shopping bags from Revolve, it's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey guys. How you doing? Um, better than you, up at 6 a.m. I'm up at 6 a.m. I'm in I'm in California recording this podcast remotely. I watched the episode in our, uh, this is a little peek behind the curtain, I watched the episode in our Burbank office last night. Cool. It was a saga trying to get the TV to work. <laughs> Nothing in this world is more difficult. There are two things, and they, those are getting an unfamiliar shower to work and getting an unfamiliar <laughs> TV to work. Yeah, I completely agree. So I've been doing both of those. So it's, you know... I can't even get my own TV to work. (laughs) Yeah, getting your own TV to work is impossible. I was like watching... When I watched my own season in my own home with my own TV, I would miss half of it every time. Where the f*** is ABC? (laughs) Right. Like, what is this? How did this happen? How did it reset itself? What is what is HDMI <laughs> yeah. three versus HDMI four? I don't understand. So it's really it's a it's a miracle this podcast is happening at all. Yeah, well, it's because of your love I'm for the show, though, Liam. That's some dedication. I love the show. I love the show. Yeah, I mean, listen, content never sleeps. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's week two of The Bachelor, and things are already spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Hannah B. is getting Peter so upset that he has to cancel group dates. Victoria F. can't emotionally handle group dates. And Kelsey is ready to stab Hannah Ann with a broken champagne bottle over Champagne Gate. Mm-hmm. A lot of really crazy stuff happened in this episode. I kind of am, too. <laughs> so, so you, I think you didn't like this episode as much as I did, but we'll get into that. But first, how do you think Peter did this week? Um, I don't know that I have an answer for how he did. I do think mm-hmm. that I like him as the bachelor though. So I, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know that he did anything. Um, like, I don't know that he executed anything all that well, but, um, I'm, I'm being increasingly sold on him as a good lead for the show, which is, you know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I think he's, yeah, he's, he's a good, he's a good bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think he is? I think he's just like, he's just seems like a very easygoing guy mm-hmm. he seems like warm mm-hmm. i don't know there's just he's, he's just he's got charisma how do you quantify charisma you know what i mean yeah and he's able to articulate his inner experience too which is good. yeah 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 i don't know it seems like people really like him you know mm-hmm. there were a couple of moments in this in this episode like during i think it was during the, the first cocktail party mm-hmm. it didn't feel super edited like it seemed like the conversations kind of happened like they kind of showed them kind of as they happened and they happened very quickly, which was kind of like he just moved the conversations along in a in a real smooth way, nice. you know, where mm-hmm. he, <laughs> where he, you know, like they got from sitting down to making out within about 90 seconds. <laughs> he's kissing girls pretty early. Yeah, he's a yeah. I mean, he's a very sexual bachelor. Uh huh. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that about him, and it, like because he's just so pretty and so cute. I'm not like, mm, yeah, so a tiger, you know. But I guess he is very sexual bachelor. Yeah, they were upset about the Hannah B situation, mm-hmm. and then he was able to sort of assuage them 
mm-hmm. you know, pretty quickly and easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's doing great. Here's the thing, though. What? Is when do you think Peter will start remembering who all the girls are? Because he <laughs> clearly does not know yet. <laughs> Did he say their names wrong? He was talking to Lexi. Uh-huh. And he was like, remind me of who you are. <laughs> and she was like, I had the red car. And he's like, right, 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 right. Oh, I love that red car. Oh, actually, I have something for you. And he had a little red Hot Wheels car for her. (laughs) (laughs) So he was like, I know I have this for someone. This is for someone. I just don't remember who. So I don't know how, you know, maybe he, he, uh, he seems more genuine than he is. But I thought that, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't really blame him. I don't know how they remember everyone. I was pretty impressed by when I was on the show. Like, how the hell does he know who I am? Did you always feel like Ari remembered who you were in the early, yeah, in the early uh, couple of weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't go on the first date, so I essentially only had two interactions with him before we kissed. And one of those interactions, well, no, that's not true. I had three interactions: coming out of the limo, talking to him that night, and then um, the cocktail party before the rose ceremony of the first week. So there wasn't really like a lot of time for him to forget me. And I had, I had been pretty mean to him out of the limo with my joke. And so he remembered that. <laughs> okay. I didn't feel particularly noticed by him to, to pull from, that was Victoria who said that, right? Mm-hmm. He finally yeah. notices me. But that, yeah, I mean, but that's a distinction. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody complaining about him not knowing who they were. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know if Peter necessarily truly doesn't remember who these people are, but <laughs> he probably goes home and studies their faces. They have they have <laughs> printouts of all of our photos, and they have it for the camera guys so that they'll know who we are. And they put giant black X's over us once we get eliminated. Ooh. Yeah, it was really kind of creepy and intimidating going to get set up by the cameras because we see what's going to happen to us, you know, once we're gone. <laughs> right. You just get. X'd out. Mm-hmm. It's like your how your teachers. It takes your teachers a while to remember everybody's name. Yeah, you know? so they look at the, at the start chart. of a new school year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, teacher, right, and they have a Peter. seating chart. Like I need you all to stay in your seats and your assigned seats so that I know who you are. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, what do you know about Revolve Clothing? Uh, almost nothing, except that they keep sponsoring certain. Bachelor people. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, probably old news to serious Bachelor Nation people, but, you know, I am a man, so I (laughs) really know I'm not uh, up on Revolve. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just know them as they do a lot of Instagram advertising. Mm -hmm. If If you cop off the timeline, you might buy Revolve. But it's pretty amazing that they were able to move from, you know, like this influencer thing to actually making the show. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No. Like where they're actually actually integrating the actual sponsored content that people do. I mean, Rachel Zoe did that with Becca. But that's not quite the same kind of, um, you know, Instagram brand, is it? No, I don't think so. I mean... Yeah, it was smart of them to do the whole because I agree even with Rachel Zoe. I mean, that was a that wasn't like a group date challenge. That was a single one on one. I'm gonna pour clothes on you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is very strategic of them. I mean, it. Yeah. Just literally have a, a fashion show. A fashion show clothes. paid for by the Bachelor. Yeah, and that seems like a pretty good, pretty good prize for winning. You know, the whole, you know, like thousands of dollars worth of. 
I was thinking Close. of like what I would do in that situation, and I think I would just dissociate. I'd be like, I don't even want to win this. <laughs> Why? It's too much pressure. Too like, much it... pressure. It, d- yeah. The disappointment is too high. When Victoria cried afterwards, I was like, Are you crying because of the clothes? <laughs> right. That she didn't even seem to be enjoying it, which you know, mm-hmm. you know, have some gratitude for the situation. Everyone would love to be there. You know what I'm saying? And Anne wasn't enjoying it, or Victoria. No, Victoria wasn't. wasn't. Oh well, she lost. <laughs> but even trying on the clothes, you know. Oh yeah, and you know, with her modeling history, I figured she'd be a shoe in. Yeah, right. But so I was reading about Revolve a little bit, mm-hmm. and I thought it was like a Forever Twenty One kind of a or Fashion Nova kind no, of thing, it's where nice. it's like. Very cheap. It's nice, though. Yeah. Yeah, I can't afford it. I don't have a single revolved piece of clothing. Well, you got to get on that. Nope. (laughs) It's too late. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I like revolve, but it's, yeah, it's expensive. So she got a lot of really good loot. And and it it was such a hateable moment, you know, because I just don't like Hannah Ann or Victoria. So as soon as I chose those two, I was like, oh, God, I don't Mm. even care. When Becca got all that, all her clothes, she came back and like, it was like the Easter bunny. Like she was just giving everybody stuff. Oh, she gave. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. She didn't give any like Rachel Zoe stuff away, but she got. It wasn't just that. Like, shoot, a bunch of brands sent her home with clothes, and she gave away like some t-shirts and bathing suits and stuff. Oh, that's nice. Becca's a nice person. Mm -hmm. You get all this stuff, people are gonna be jealous. But if you share it a little bit, yeah, people can't be so jealous. I'd be like frantically trying on all the clothes in the cars to see which didn't fit, so that I could give it away and seem magnanimous. (laughs) Right. Oh, this is hideous. I don't want this. Good for Revolve Mm -hmm. with their very expensive stuff. We've come a long way from Forever 21, Mm -hmm. which has gone out of business or is bankrupt or whatever it is. Has it? It's something like, I don't know if it's completely out of business, but yeah, (sighs) that's fine. This has been the fashion report. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Champagne Gate. We love it. Back after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're back. We're going to talk about Champagne Gate, which is honestly one of the funniest things that I've seen on the show, <laughs> I think. But what do, what did you think of this? Oh, I mean, I don't know where to start. It was it was so avoidable for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend watched this show for the first time ever last night and I was ashamed oh, wow. to have been on it. <laughs> ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I mean, it was this was a, a an especially unhinged episode. Yeah. Like, pe- the people were not putting their best foot forward. Yeah, I don't know whether to try <laughs> to get him to watch more or to just stop while I'm behind. Because <laughs> it's not going to get better for a, a while. Right. I mean, has he listened to this podcast? No. Should he listen? I don't know. Well, I, in that That's one episode, question. I was like, I'm determined to marry him and steal his babies. So I don't know if I want him to listen. Or not, but he knows that. <laughs> well, already. now he can't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Somebody tweeted yesterday, writers, don't invest a significant amount of time into someone who doesn't read your writing, which is actually, as a writer, don't, that's, ter- that's terrible advice. <laughs> doesn't matter. 
But it's the same sort of... I mean, it applies to podcasts, too. Podcasters. Don't... <laughs> don't apply... Uh, don't invest significant amounts of time and energy into people who won't listen to your podcast. JK. JK. We're breaking up. Don't listen He's to in podcasts. the room next room asleep. I'm going to go in and give him the news in a second. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to listen. Just give us five stars. <laughs> yeah, we will take that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, champagne. Champagne gate. Um, so this was Kelsey. Kelsey brought a special bottle of champagne she got for her birthday. Uh, she brought it with her from Des Moines. Mm-hmm. She brought it all the way from Des Moines, which is one of the things she said. I thought it was very funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was set up for her to drink with Peter, you know, pop, pop the bottle. Mm-hmm. But she didn't get a chance to. Well, first, she didn't get a chance to um, because she blamed McKenna. So the. Th- this I didn't even really understand what was happening. I yeah, th- that made no sense. I don't really like McKenna either, but I completely sided with her in this. Yeah, it was the most over the top reaction, like disproportionate reaction to anything I think I've ever seen on the show. It wasn't even that McKenna had talked to him earlier in the night, I don't think. It was that she had talked to him on the group date. She was like, "You've already had your time to talk to him." I'm like, "That's not how this works." You get a solid chunk every single time. That's not how this like, works. It's a new day, or you know, you know, it's it's a new uh, opportunity. Right. Like McKenna did nothing wrong. That was really weird. Yeah, the classic scenario of why are you focusing your energy on fighting with somebody instead of you know going after Peter? Unless the show has changed significantly since I was there, you don't choose when to talk to Peter anyway. Like. You ask the producers. So, I mean, all she wasted so much energy being mad at these girls when they didn't do anything. And she just alienated herself and made herself look unhinged. So that was just really dumb of her. Also, why make a special thing about champagne? You're drinking champagne all the goddamn time in that house. It got to the point, they were pouring the champagne. Ugh. But it yeah, was special no. champagne she brought from I Des Moines. I would see champagne and like want to throw up for like weeks afterwards. So gross. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm flushed again. She was already very wound up when Hannah Ann and Peter happened upon this champagne setup. They were like, oh, great, champagne. And started, mm-hmm. uh, you know, started to drink it. And Kelsey lost her mind. She called Hannah all kinds of mean names. She called her a bitch. <laughs> she called her a pretty little princess. So what what happened here? So this, I mean, this was orchestrated. You, you got to assume this was... I think some yeah. women go in and they do not have the right attitude about the show. You can't be that afraid of getting kicked off or you're going to go ballistic. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is not the end of the world if you get kicked off the show. I mean, it sucks, but it's... You have to keep your wits about you because there's nothing more unattractive than losing your shit in the first week, especially over something like the rules of the game. I mean, Victoria, whatever, the brown-haired Victoria, Victoria P or F? F. F. She lost her shit in like a at least sympathetic way where he got to be the nurturer, I guess, even though I... I mean, she was at least trying to like express mental health yeah. No, I get what you're saying. She was she was upset over a real thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. This chick just showed that she can't handle life obstacles. <laughs> I mean, and she doesn't know how to have a, an argument with someone or a confrontation with someone. And she's unbelievably myopic. Right. So I would be 
sending her packing. The only thing is that I arguably dislike Hannah Ann more than her, and so I don't necessarily want her to go home at this point. Mm. I was a little sympathetic to Hannah Ann this episode. People were getting mad at her for things that were not her fault, you know? You know, she's clearly the front runner, so... I didn't have a problem with her necessarily until the until her one-on-one time with him, which I felt was... I just I always find her strategic, choreographed. The choice to say that she was bullied, yeah. even even if she was at this point, it's I can tell yeah. that she's seen the show too many times. She's using the language of previous seasons. Everybody mm. in the last season or two has been using the word bully, and it's it's a victimizing word. Yeah, Kelsey was cogent enough to pick up on that, and she said she was like. Yeah, as soon as he, you know, she put right. bully in his head, and right. like, I've already lost. It's such an intense strategy because what it does is the bachelor can't be aligned with a bully. You know, he can't choose that. And so yeah, his best strategy is to hope that the person is lying. But <laughs> I mean, Hannah Ann was, was not lying. Like, But it was like she had a, she put a hit out on Kelsey. Like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> she handed Peter the black spot from Muppet Treasure Island. God, that's a good movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. We talk about it at TV Guide a lot, actually. Shout out to Rizzo the Rat. Love you, buddy. You know, the the moment of they came upon the champagne setup. Do you think they found it and were like, oh, this is nice, and then just nobody told them not to do it, or they were directed well, to... my guess is that they were directed, from my experience, but... I do remember that the same thing happened with Lauren and Bibby. And Lauren says that she did just sort of happen upon it, but it, it was it was just pretty innocent. Like, they were probably directed to a place nearby, and the plan was to walk around. <laughs> and then they came across something nice and sat down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I did believe Hannah when she, you know, I believed her story. I don't think it would benefit her to steal someone else's setup. Yeah. And... You're also on The Bachelor always ready to be surprised by something or a moment of romance, especially if you're the front runner. I mean, there was one Right. There was one cocktail party where a few girls got special setups by and I'm putting this in heavy quotes, Ari. Um we were told kind of beforehand that he had some special things planned, but it, it wouldn't be that out of the out of the ordinary for there to be something special set up. And so it was totally believable that she would just sit right. down, especially because it was just champagne. Right. And I don't even think she was leading the the mm-hmm. choice. It was Peter. Peter came upon it. He was like, oh, look. Like, Peter mm-hmm. just assumed that it was there for him, and he was right. But, you know. But it, was she? But then she tried to – was her story that she also had a champagne set up for him because there was a mix-up? It was kind of unclear. Like, I was, it was a little hard to follow for me, but I think that's what she was saying. Like, mm-hmm. there were two setups. What I love – about this is trying to get into the minds of the demonic producers who how many steps back were they thinking you know (laughs) obviously kelsey came in with an actual champagne plan she's like i want to share this bottle of champagne so then they had to have noticed two things one this girl is unhinged so they knew that already and two how can i plant a similar idea in another girl and then they select hannah ann for this and then you know, because you always have conversations like, what's the creative thing I can do tonight? And it isn't because Hannah Ann didn't really have to do anything that was too creative because she's already in the lead. So I guess they're like, why don't you just set up something kind of nice for him? You know, we'll get you a bottle of champagne. You can... Like, it. it's very funny because I don't think that Hannah Ann just came to that conclusion herself. And they were like, oh, goody. Like, I'm sure they planted all of it. 
incepted her. Because it's never, I want to separate that from suggesting that the show is scripted or something. It's it's more that you collaborate with the producers on everything. Like everything I did with Ari, I felt like was ultimately my idea. But something so simple could have easily been suggested to me. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's such a good idea that two people came up with it uh, separately, you know? It's not scripted, but they know how to massage Mm -hmm. it to get good TV. And they sure did. But they did not, what they did not know was going to happen was that, they couldn't have scripted this, was that the the bottle of champagne, (laughs) once Kelsey finally got champagne, it would explode in her face. Uh-huh. That's just that's just kismet. That's just a perfect. Especially after the line she had just delivered, which was something like, "Oh, I can hang," you know, like huh, <laughs> yeah, cash. I was swig straight from the bottle. <laughs> and that happened, and she cried. Like a cool <laughs> kid. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so she, I mean, she had a terrible mm-hmm. night. One of the one of the worst nights. And then she exploded on Hannah Ann. It was <laughs> just just truly wild. I was I was cackling just howling with laughter at the whole (laughs) absurd scenario this became known as champagne gate on twitter so that's like the official name for this whole uh Mm -hmm. sequence but in the show tammy called it champagne crisis which i think is a better name i think that should have my friend called it champagne gate and she was like (gasps) you should put that in your podcast. Call it Champagne Gate. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I, I wake up to your notes where it's like, all of Twitter is calling it Champagne Gate. So now I can tell Rachel that you know, someone <laughs> stole her joke. Yeah. I mean, it's a good joke. Okay, we'll go with that one. But I like Champagne Crisis because it sounds like there's a shortage, <laughs> almost like there's a shortage of champagne. I mean, could happen. Could happen. If there was a Champagne Crisis, <laughs> The Bachelor might have to go on hiatus. Things that would have to, you know, shut down the bachelor would be like a champagne rose crisis, plague. a rose, uh-huh. um, a rose emergency, or a oh, um, so true, or a hot tub meltdown. So true. <laughs> if, if something happened yeah. and there were and no, there were no hot tubs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and helicopters. Mm-hmm. Love a helicopter. <laughs> okay, we're getting silly now, so we're gonna take a break and come back and talk about Victoria F. Back after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, we're back. So the other big story this episode besides Champagne Gate was Victoria mm-hmm. F. Victoria Fuller. <laughs> Fuller House. Who seem I don't know, th- these girls, yeah. they don't seem they're, well. Well, they're really pushing their worst women right now. And I hope that changes because it's, I remember the first yeah. episode liking a lot of the women and now I'm not. But this is always how it is in the first couple of episodes. By the third or fourth ep- episode, it's really like, ugh. Really, that I've had uh-huh. enough of. Yeah, we need to see some person. heroes pull through. What I'm worried about is that I'm not going to like the heroes. Like other people will, but I won't. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm worried. <laughs> I want the other Victoria to come back. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was great. I'd like to see more of her. But 
Victoria F, but this was, there was a lot of Victoria F, because she, while everyone was having fun on the group date, she seemed to have an anxiety attack or something, which, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Do you buy, do you buy this, this social anxiety thing? I don't know. I I feel like I should have something sage to say about this since I'm in mental health, but you can't really fully tell on the show typically like what's going on or what's causing them to break down. So, right. Mm -hmm. Cause you're really only getting a sliver of the whole thing. Well, she clearly does love attention, even though she says she doesn't love attention. So that's a dichotomy going on. Um, and she's very good. Like I have to hand it to her. Like she had balls walking down the the catwalk and pulling him and kissing him like that and she did it well yeah she yeah i mean she's a model and she, she did looked look great great i didn't totally i didn't mind her one-on-one time with him i just think she irritates me and the white lives matter thing doesn't help yeah even with like madison who we'll talk about i try to separate the online bullshit from <laughs> <laughs> i don't know my question with this is like can you go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette if you have social anxiety? You know what I mean? Like, will they let you on or can you survive? Can you survive? Like, it just seems like you're so, it would be such a, an impossible thing. Like, you kind of need to be, you know comfortable with people and i mean it depends on the severity of it but what i would say is that the first few weeks will be difficult and then after that it won't be anymore because in a sense like you're overwhelmed with people at first which is when that would really get you but then you don't meet any more people ever and so and so you know as soon as you form Mm -hmm. some alliances in the house and get comfortable with people i mean and then you do have like a 24 7 like focus team on you like the, you have your producer you have other producers like and they're they're there to make you feel <laughs> i don't know if comfortable is the right word but maybe an apocryphal comfort yeah like you're not alone you know yeah i mean i think in like in the end you know you're dying to get out and, and talk to other people but you're also yeah quite i mean quite cozy so maybe what we'll see is that she'll start to settle in if if that's truly her issue i don't, I don't know if it is or it isn't People also throw around terms like social anxiety all the time, and it yeah. like, isn't necessarily, yeah. Yeah, she said it's. This is. I don't think being on the show is good for my mental health. Well, it isn't typically. <laughs> I mean, that's a very good. It's a very good point. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't good for my mental health. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, that's not unique to you, Victoria. That's uh-huh. true of everyone and it hits on you in so TV. many different ways. God. It's like reaching in a grab bag full of monsters. Like, which one's going to bite me first? So she got bit the first week, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not a fan of Victoria F. Uh-huh. But you know who I am a fan of? Maddie Prue. I don't think she's very good TV, but she's excellent internet. Yeah. So let's, for people who don't know, Madeline, who got that, that weird vow renewal date last week, she was caught on Instagram commenting on her own post from her own account saying you're so genuine and real (laughs) couldn't be a better comment for that scenario yes you're so genuine and real because what happened was she had a fake stan account for herself that she forgot to switch from to her main account and commented from that yeah her argument is that her friend had been managing her Instagram 
while she was away and her friend was somehow still logged on. Even if that's true, just starting it with my friend did it. It's like no one wants to buy it, you know, in the first place. My <laughs> friend. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. So that I mean, yeah, there is a there is a possibility that's true, but I don't but it's not it's not the it's not the most likely outcome. No, it's also not the one I choose to believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I choose to believe she commented, you're so genuine and real on her own <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. And did you see the White Savior one? Oh, my God. Ugh. Ugh. It has been a bad week for Maddie Prue. It's been a bad week. So, yeah, she posted, she just posted cringe on the timeline mm-hmm. is what happened. It was this whole post where she, you know, she volunteered in, in a third world country and, you know, which is, can be a nice thing to do, but not when you write <laughs> A weird, <laughs> weird comment like Maddie did about com- basically comparing herself to Jesus. Therefore being able to overlook the filth that she saw in front of her. The filth. Yeah. She's like, these people, the filth <laughs> of these people is how Jesus sees my filth. Was basically the, <laughs> was basically the gist of it. It was, yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. But and now whenever anybody makes fun of her, they go hashtag so genuine, so real. <laughs> so good. I feel bad, you know. I mean, I don't want to pile on, but it, but it's just this one's just too funny. No, you got to feel bad. Yeah. I mean, look, it's just content. At the end of the day, that's all it is. These are real people. You know that they're all real people, <laughs> but they're also content. There's the real person and then there's the online tv projection of them right we're not making fun of maddie the whole complete person we're making fun of the content version of her yeah yeah that's good that's okay right (laughs) that's how we justify this all right we're gonna end it there this has been a very silly episode at (laughs) at 4 30 in the morning (laughs) <laughs> so this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love i'm liam matthews i'm jacqueline trumbull please rate review and subscribe love you bye whether it's a new netflix original the latest season of a long-running network drama or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series tv guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies and with our help discover some new favorites as well from our watch this now recommendations and newsletter to our wtf just happened video series tv guide is the premier hub for people who love tv as much as we all do to come and hang out visit us at tvguide.com follow us on social media at tv guide and subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge